Hello, my name is Cody Bradburn, and you're listening to the Forge Podcast based out of CrossFit Mountain Island in Charlotte, North Carolina. In this podcast, we discuss optimization of physical and mental health through fitness, nutrition, and the pursuit of self-mastery through personal development with the foundation of traditional American values. We'll help you decipher fact from fiction and give you tools to make your life better, your relationships more fulfilling, and pursue your purpose in life. If you gain any value from our podcast, we ask you to leave an honest five-star review and share the podcast with someone who may be positively impacted from what we discussed today. Have a blessed day. Now, let's get started. All right, guys. Happy Thursday. Uh, Welcome to the Forge Podcast. So I want to do a little short brief podcast today on something that I thought about after I did my recent in-body scan. Um, If you don't know, an in-body machine is a machine that just kind of tests your body composition. It'll tell you how much um, muscle mass you have, how much body fat fat mass you have, how much water weight you have, and then uh, your bone density. So it's a good tool if you're trying to track your weight loss progress. Um, we have one here at the gym. We've had it for a few years now, and we use it for our clients just to make sure they're on the right track. Um, we check it every 30 to 90 days, and then from there, we just give them directions and guidance on what they're doing right and then what could help them move towards their goals. Um, so I've only done like three in-body scans in the past three years. We bought it back in like 2019, um, and we've used it since then. I had done one, one being an in-body scan a couple of years prior at like a nutrition supplement store um, for the first time and hadn't really touched it since. And then I got one here for my members. Um, and it's been a good tool. I don't use it often really because I, at this point, like 10 years in, I can look in the mirror and kind of be aware of where I'm at as far as like how I look with my shirt off, um, how my clothes fit. Um, but it's good to get on it and make sure that I'm not backsliding or um, convincing myself that everything's okay. It does not. But I thought it was interesting, the results I've had. And this machine is supposed to be like 99% accurate. Um, That being said, you know, it's just, it's a tool that gives us objective numbers. So whether it's accurate or not, or if it's off or not, I can't speak to because I didn't build it, but it is the closest you can get to an accurate scan without going to like um, a DEXA scan or a, a dunk tank, which are, it's just not feasible to do that, to do that regularly. So either way, using the same tool gives you, I mean, with, with the same calibrations, it gives you consistent data points, which you can use to kind of direct what you're doing. <clears throat> and I, it always surprises me how really little changes once you start kind of maintaining your body weight. Um, and once you kind of build in some habits, which it's interesting. So like, for example, if I look at my in-body scan, I've got it here. Um, this was the, my in-body and I'm showing the camera. So if you're, if you're listening on podcasts, you can check out our YouTube page. Um, but that's why that the first one was a uh, June 27th, 2019. And these are always random. I never planned these out. So it's funny that the, the dates fall pretty close. The second one was June 4th, 2019. And then this most recent one I did was February 18th this year. Um, And what's interesting is 
I haven't, there haven't been a lot of change, which, I, which I'm, ha I'm, I'm happy about because back in 2019, when I did my original in-body, that was after, you know, seven years of really hardcore CrossFit training where I was working out for two or three hours a day. I had a really, really clean diet. Um, and I was really into like consistently exercising a lot to be competitive in CrossFit. And at that point I was 202 pounds. Uh, my dry lean mass, which is like, think about bone density, that was 50 pounds. My total body water was 138.9 pounds. And then my skeletal muscle mass, I had 110 pounds of muscle. And then my body fat mass, I had 12.6 pounds of body fat, which put my percent body fat at 6.2%, um, which, you know, who knows how accurate that is, but it's just a number. Um, and then I had my base metabolic rate, which is, I like the machine because it gives you, gives you your base metabolic rate was at 2,226 calories. So that means that if I just were to lay in bed, not eat, not drink, not move, and um, say I was in a coma and a nurse had to keep me alive, they would give me about 2,226 calories just to sustain my body. Um, that's not including activity. So we use that number to kind of help guide our clients' nutrition goals and their other diets. Well, it was interesting. That was, that was the first one. That was back in June, late June of 2019. Well, I did it again in, oh, wow, that was actually two years, a two-year gap. So this next one was a June 4th of 2021, so two years later almost. And my body weight was at 200.5 pounds. My water was a little bit higher, and that was at 139.6 rather than 138.9. Um, Dryline mass was up about 0.6 pounds. So again, that's bone density. Um, that's probably just an aggregation of consistently being exposed to weight training. You know, you'll keep putting on and getting more dense bone, bone tissue or bone structure, I should say. Uh, muscle mass was at 110.5, so up 0.5 pounds. I mean, that could be a disparity in the machine or that could just be I gained half pound of muscle over the course of that two years, which for me, I mean, I'm not really at a place where I'm training so hard or so consistently that I'm trying to put on mu more muscle mass. I'm really just at in like a maintenance phase right now. Like I work out with my classes in my gym, you know, four or five times a week. I don't really do any extra exercises or workouts to try to get stronger, to put on muscle, unless you're new to exercise, it takes an intentional program and consistency over like three to four to five months to really start to see noticeable trends and in increased muscle mass. So me gaining muscle isn't really the goal. I just want to maintain as much as I can because it makes life easier to have more muscle mass. Um, my body fat mass read at 9.8 pounds. So that was actually down 2.8 pounds of body fat over the course of that two years, which is interesting because I don't really consider myself on like a diet anymore. I just eat the way I eat. You know, my wife and I, we have a consistent um, diet, but it's just what we tell our clients, you know, eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruits, a little bit of starches and no sugar, you know, and then keep uh, intake to levels that support exercise and activity, but not body fat. And we eat a bunch of whole foods. You know, we don't do any kind of specific diet like keto or paleo or whole 30. We just eat pretty clean most of the time. <clears throat> so body fat mass was down, which is interesting. And then my percent body fat was reading as down at 4.8%, which is interesting to see that number. I don't think that I'm actually at a 4.8% body fat. Like that would be like a bodybuilder on stage competing in a show, like dehydrated. Like I'm not that lean. I don't look that lean when I walk around. Um, granted, I mean, I've, I've always, I should say always, for the past six years, I would say I've, I've been able to always see my abs. And that's kind of honestly, that's my measure of am I being 
on point with my diet or not. If I can't see my abs, I'm slacking. So I, that's that's my visual reminder versus using an in-body every week or every month. Um, but that was interesting. So I hadn't really, I mean, a little bit of change, you know, slight muscle mass increase, a couple pounds of body fat over two years. But what's more important is I was maintaining my pretty happy body composition. <clears throat> well, I did my in-body again this year, so February, you know, after the holidays and then just, which for me doesn't mean much, you know, I have some, some deviations just around Christmas and Thanksgiving and I'm kind of more relaxed with food and when it's cold outside, cause you know, I like to cozy, you know, sit in front of a fire and eat comfort foods like everybody else. Um, but it's just less frequent. Um, but anyways, February weight was at 201. So kind of right in the middle of my first and second in body, um, body water was at 140.2. So a little bit higher, more, you know, more hydration, dry lean mass was at 51.1. So that's reading is the same exact dry lean mass as 2021, about eight months later. Um, body fat mass was up a little bit at 10.5. Skeletal muscle mass was the exact same, 110.5 um, from that second one. So maintaining pretty much the same. Nothing really changed. Um, body fat, except for my body fat mass had gone up, you know, 0.7 pounds, which whatever. Percent body fat was reading at 5.1%. Um, and I'm not recording this podcast to like highlight my body composition. It's I'm making this podcast because I think it's interesting how maintaining something that you work hard for is a lot easier than working hard for something on the front end. So for example, like my fitness, my body composition, my health, you know, as far as I know, it's, it's been pretty consistent for the past, I would say four to five years. Um, and it's not hard to maintain it. Like I'm not, I'm not still working out for three hours a day. I don't do two a days. I'm not on a crazy strict diet anymore. Um, now for the four to five years leading up to this point, I did work out a lot, which is why I have, I would say an above average, um, amount of lean muscle mass and a below average amount of body fat from the combination of like really clean diet for 10 years and from more exercise than the average person for a few years to be competitive in CrossFit. But that being said, like, I wouldn't say that my results or people's goals, cause it's more extreme than the average person wants to accomplish. But what I will say is that maintaining these results have been marginally easier than accomplishing them and getting them. Um, which is something that you can think about when you think about your personal fitness journey. Um, and for most people, I think what they don't understand and they don't realize we, they have, we all have this idea that we need to do this massive thing. For me, it's like in my business as a leader, um, I think that I, I always need to do these huge things to really move the needle a hundred degrees and like make a, make a big improvement. But looking at my in body and knowing what I know about fitness and exercise and health, I'm reminded that it's not as much big changes to the game as it is an aggregation of small changes and small decisions done consistently over a long term. Um, and once you consistently make all those small changes and they, they combine and build on each other, you look, you turn around and you're, you're in a, in a good place and it's pretty easy to maintain that. And I see that reflected in my business as well. You know, we're, we're about five years into being small business owners. And every year, it seems, even though we have new challenges, like maintaining it's easier and easier. And by having that base that we've maintained, we're able to build a platform that we can grow off of and continue to push for improvement off of. But getting to that point where we have a solid base, 
you know, God willing, it stays that way. That wasn't easy to do. It took a lot of work. We had to overcome a lot of obstacles. And, you know, thankfully, in retrospect, I had the foresight to hire mentors and work with mentors in my professional life for my wife and I. And having those mentors that we talk to every week, every month for years on end, and being part of like mastermind groups that help each other problem solve. Um, those are, that's a, another example of the aggregation of those small decisions done consistently over the long term. That's allowed us to, as a gym, you know, get through the chaotic past few years of, of with COVID and all of the government shutdowns and the small business shutdowns, we were able to pivot and evolve and grow and sustain and make it through that time because of, I think, the consistency that led up to that point. And then also the direction and the mentorship that we experienced day in and day out um, for to help us have clarity and make the right decision. And then when we made the wrong decision, own up to that, take ownership of that mistake, and then learn from it. And that translates to my personal life, my professional life, my life and as a coach and a, um, an athlete, quote unquote, someone that is into fitness and works out. When you make mistakes, the, the faster you can acknowledge that you messed up, um, take ownership of that and then get back on track. Like the faster you start moving back towards the direction you want to move in. Uh, and that can translate to your fitness or your health as well. So if you feel like you've fallen off of your routine that you set for yourself in the beginning of the year, like it's just, a, it, it is what it is. You, you made a mistake, you messed up, own up to it, acknowledge it, and just get back on track. There's no better day than yesterday to do it. Um, so start today. And don't let yourself believe the excuse that like, it's just not for you, or you can't do it. Like you can do it. You're just taking the easy way out. So stop taking the easy way out. Acknowledge that you made a mistake and just course correct. I tell my clients that a lot when they feel like they've fallen off the wagon, like we all fall off the wagon, you know, you could say that I fell off the wagon Sunday when I ordered a pizza, but guess what? Monday morning, we were back on track with breakfast. Um, and it's, it's just a matter of the less time you spend off track, the faster you get to your goal. You're always going to fall off track, whether you're in your professional life or your fitness journey, you will never stop falling off track. The question is how long do you stay off track? in the woods lost before you get back to the path. Um, that's the thing that I've learned over these past 10 years. Um, so yeah, consistency and an aggregation of small decisions. Those are my takeaways today. Um, there's nothing special. There's no magic or secret to being a business owner or a father or a husband or a person that wants to be healthy and be the best version of yourself. There's no secret key that, you have to go seek out and find um, just do the things that people that are smarter than you tell you to do. And the people that are successful and where you want to be, just mimic them. And again, over the long time, over the long term, whether that's six months to a year, five years, 10 years, all of those small habits and decisions will aggregate and combine and change fundamentally who you are as a person for the better. Uh, and that's how you actually accomplish goals and make your life better. There's not a, uh, a secret lever you can pull to skip go or, you know, skip jail and go back to go and win the game. It's, um, it's a step at a time. And the sooner you take those steps, the better. So stop wasting your time. All right.
Talk to you guys next time. Have a good day. Anchor. Stop. Thank you for taking the time to listen, and we hope you learned something. If you have comments or questions on this topic, or if you have a topic that you'd like to discuss or hear us cover, please email us at cfmountainisland at gmail.com or find us on Instagram at CrossFit Mountain Island. Our intention with this podcast is to share knowledge and life experience to help empower, educate, and improve our listeners and our communities. Please take a minute to share this podcast with a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts for our show so that other people just like you can find our show. If you're on Facebook, join our Facebook group titled Fitness, Nutrition, and Mindset in Charlotte, North Carolina to continue to learn about personal development strategies and how to make your life better. Have a great day. Until next time.